you know, of the hundred guests, we've only had one person that we didn't record with ask for money. Right. That's often a, a question. I want to say his name so bad. Just, just throw it out there. Iron Mike Tyson. Should have whooped your ass. <laughs> yeah, Buster Douglas. <laughs> Old Buster. I'll say it. There it is. Yeah. Old Buster Douglas. The 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 war when you Google greatest underdog in history, maybe sports history, he pops up. Mm-hmm. Number one. Yep. All right, let's do it. Kyle Decker. It's our last rodeo. I want to welcome you to our last show. Um, you wanted me to kick this off, so I didn't really know how I was going to kick it off. But um, I'm assuming you probably want me to uh, address why this is the last show. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. It's, uh, what's exciting? It's the 100th episode. 100th episode, absolutely. So congratulations to 100, partner. No doubt. So no better way to end season two with a big announcement, which I think is exciting. Obviously sad, sad but happy, I think, in different ways. So excited to let them know what's going on and celebrate 100 and, and just talk. Yeah, so as, you, as everyone knows, um, <clears throat> I've been here with the Job Center, our real job for for four years um and we we started this podcast 2019 september 2019 uh and like he said we are 100 episodes in um didn't know the 100 episode would be our last episode but for the longest i've uh debated on wanting to um become a high school football coach and the opportunity has it's come so um, I will be exiting the job center and embarking on an opportunity to become a high school football coach uh, and, and taking on a uh, on a new career um, into education. So, Coach Blackman is back. Is back. <laughs> so I think the the podcast or the uh, interview and all these guests drove you to uh, to coaching, huh? So drove you out of the job center. <laughs> It was, uh, we've just had so many guests and it's been all of the things that we've learned, the knowledge nuggets and just listening to every time we have a coach on, I, I just got the chills just saying that. It's just, it's one of those things where I said, I don't want to be 80 years old and look back and say, why didn't I ever get back into it? And although 80 is 40 years away, um, you know, I'm not going to coach till I'm 80. I might, but hopefully I'm winning some games by that time. And I'll say this. And I, I've seen the frequency, right? You always look at frequencies. You always related back to your days at Mount St. Joe's, right? You say, I coached at this small school in Indiana. I, 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 I did. I did. You, I heard that many a time. And I'm like, you know what? I could, and I know you, but I, I um, you would go, always go back. I, you know, coach, we're talking about was Urban or Harbaugh or Tom Allen or Neil Brown. The list goes on, right? And, uh, You'd always relate back. I coached at one point, but I could tell, just like Urban Meyer, one of our guests, that that you know that wasn't completely over. I I, I knew that. I just didn't know when. Right? I don't think anyone knows when. Uh, as we talked about with one of our guests, Coach Corey Close, talking about John Wooden when the ball goes flat. Right? So when for you, when when uh, potentially the job center or your job went flat or if it you know had an opportunity to get back into the game you know coach blackman is uh back 
Yeah, the ball. I guess the ball's getting uh, inflated. inflated. <laughs> just, there's no deflate gate with us, so so it'll be exciting. Um, so I don't really know where we want to take this episode. Um, I guess I'll ask some. I'll put you on the hot seat at the end. Okay. Since you're, I guess we can we can start there. Um, what is the plan for the Underdog Podcast uh, once I moved on? Yeah. No. I I think. The crazy thing is, is you brought the podcast to me, right? I didn't even know what a podcast was. This is true. <laughs> that this is a true, true story. <laughs> you got to start listening to this podcast, The Learning Leader. And that's, you know, thank you. Shout out to our, our mentor, Ryan Hawk. Uh, and he was the one real quick. And I know I'm getting on a tangent here, but the, um, which that never that's happens. That's your 100th tangent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is good. And um, he challenged us to release an episode you know every week be consistent and commit to the craft and take a lot of pride in that so once again congratulations on 100 you know that's you know to me it's a a great body of work and we've done it for all um to hopefully help people you know it's that's been the the gist of of this whole thing from my standpoint but the future um as i told calvin i'm telling the the audience in the udp nation which we're so thankful for that Calvin's helped create. Um, I want to continue it on. You know, I think releasing every week probably won't happen, but, um, you know, twice a month, you know, you and I had already talked about that for season three, depending on just everything going on. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, bi-weekly uh, or twice a month. Sometimes it might be three, a little bit more fluid, you know, with me. Calvin was the structure of this program, as most of you know. <laughs> um <laughs> I guess was the uh, just the the guy riding along, but it's been a great journey. Super thankful. I do want to keep, you know, um, I've learned so much. Very thankful to everybody. And, uh, you know, I think right now, as far as, you know, the next question I would assume is like, who is going to be a co-host? So I have different people within the Chatterbox, you know, nation and even opened up to Calvin if he ever wants to come back and be a special uh co-host or a guest co-host and and you know there's some guys out there in chatterbox a lot of talent as you know and anyone that hasn't seen uh chatterbox you know we got tons of great talent and uh so i think some of those guys are going to join with me and just run with it you know so i guess in my entrepreneurish way i don't know exactly who will do it with me um but i plan on um doing it I, I, I wonder if people, um, I'm just thinking back to, to our start and so many people, you know, they, they say, man, like you guys got this immaculate, like set up and all this you do, you hear the music and all this. And while it's a lot of work, I, I know there's a lot of people who want to start a podcast, um, because it is a great platform. And I just want to tell people. Well, it's a lot of work like anything. It's not as difficult as you would imagine getting started. And, you know, I want to go back to kind of our early, early episodes. We recorded a handful of episodes with some of our internal employees here at the Job Center. Um, Sometimes we might have been at like a company um, outing and we might have had a little we might have needed a little bit of liquid encouragement (laughs) to to get over that hurdle. I don't recommend that, but we just knew we wanted to get started and. You know, um, you know, I remember Kyle called me. So as he talked about how this got started, I had heard about a, the podcast thing before I, I joined the job center. But then I started here and, 
obviously you start a new job and your focus is somewhere else. And then about a year in, he calls me one day. I was driving to Indianapolis. He goes, I got it. I couldn't sleep all night. We're going to start this podcast and we're going to call it the underdog. And while our initial angle was going to be something different, we knew it was something that we wanted to do. Um, and then from there, it was really just trying to figure out what it was going to look like, what equipment we needed, who was going to do the production and, and all of those things. And to Kyle's credit, you know, he was able to reel in some people that we that we know who were able to help with that production. Um, and then I ended up you know, taking over a lot of the production and I didn't know a thing about editing a podcast, but um you know, like anything, I took time and I, and I figured it out. And that's why some of our episodes, the voices were a little bit softer than others. And sometimes you might have heard a, you know, whatever well, you heard, yeah. it was authentic. And we never, ever, I won't say never, ever. I would say 95% of our episodes, we never edited anything out except for the intro where we were just, you know, just casual talk for five minutes. But anything you heard when you heard a train in the background and you heard something Random sirens in warehouses, <laughs> mowers a lot of times, <laughs> sneezing, coughing, dropping stuff. Uh, uh, we wanted it to be authentic. Coach Myers' wife Shelly cooking in the background, <laughs> authentic, everything true, genuine, like you said, and that's what we wanted, right? And um, you know, I mean, you put in. I mean, just so people know, I mean, a lot of times, like even though you, you know, we did a lot of just raw, you know. Um, footage or content you still you know releasing editing you know put, putting out the newsletter right i mean like you said you challenge i challenged you at that standpoint to like hey let's just control this thing so we don't have to outsource as much and and you stepped up and did it what was the hardest thing asking you a question what was the hardest thing to do uh from a production standpoint um <clears throat> when i first had to figure it out the hardest part was when you want to sit down and like pull the app, pull the audio into whatever. So I used, um, I use, um, audio galaxy, not audio galaxy. That's an old, um, God, what do I use? I can't even think of the name of it right now. Uh, <laughs> I got you all. You mess. got me on You got me. Um, audacity, um, understanding how to pull the file from, you know, from a computer into audacity. And then, the patience of listening to an episode and making sure one that it's perfect. And then that's when I, I got to the point and I was like, this doesn't need to be perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? It just needs to be quality sound. And if we know that we recorded a quality episode, that's really the, 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 the was the hardest part. So then, you know, I went from taking two hours to edit a podcast to about 45 minutes. I could just trim it down and knew what we wanted to do. So, um, yeah, I would say that was probably it. And then <clears throat> our intros was tough. I think yeah. the intros was, was, was very tough because very tough. you're, <laughs> you're trying to come with energy. You're trying to be authentic. When we used to record the intros at early on, we would do how many takes a lot, <laughs> five, six, seven. <laughs> and it's like, Oh my goodness. Or you think you can read and then you realize you really can't read, but then you don't want it to sound like you're reading. So then you try to ad lib and it's like, all right, we got, this is the seventh one. It's gotta be perfect. And then it's like, no, I'll go back to the second one. And then you're like, okay, the second one was the best. So yeah, it was, um, I think just really trying to piece it together and make it sound like something that people could come to you when you see your friends or family and they say, 
man, I love the podcast. Love what you got. Love what you guys are doing. That's the most rewarding part of, you know, and or when I'm interviewing a random person for, to join the job center and they say, so when can when can I be a guest on the podcast? And I'm like, oh, so you really did your research on our company, like, yeah. And it throws me off because now I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Now you want to ask me questions about this podcast. So um, those are the things that I think were rewarding. But that wasn't your question. Who who what who who are you most nervous for? What guest? Gary Owen. Yeah, only that, yeah. <laughs> Gary Owen, because I'd always been a fan of his as a comedian. But if you remember, when he came on, he couldn't figure out the audio because we were trying a new link to try. We weren't using Zoom with him, so we were trying something new. So he comes on swearing, can't figure this out, and I'm like. <laughs> Like I just got flustered, super flustered. And, uh, but, but then obviously he was a comedian. So then he cracked the joke and laughed and kind of broke the ice there. But who, who is your maybe least favorite episode? Least I think favorite? that's interesting. Yeah. If you could rank, what would come to mind? You're like, ah, that, that, that was my least favorite guest or the content. What was your, you rank one of the worst ones we had. Um, I don't, I don't know if I can rank one and that's not a, a cop out. I think there's just some you're maybe not, you don't feel went as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, and I, I don't know who that would be because that's a, that's a, that's a, a lot of times that's how you feel in the moment, but then you have someone the next week reach out and say, Hey man, I really love that episode. I'm like, you did I'm like, I couldn't stand it, but yeah, I, I, uh, one that comes to mind is Tim Dorsey. A lot of people end up loving that yeah. one, but I know I didn't like it. Yeah, and yeah. We were hung over that day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was why I was uh, dry heaving in the bathroom. And you stopped drinking it. Yeah, that. yeah, You're yeah. Two years sober. Yep, yep. That's uh, a true story. Yep, yep. Gave it up. So let's flip that to you though. Who? What was the first question you just asked me? Who was the? Who's my favorite? Yeah. Who's, or who is the most nervous for? Yeah. I, I think I know the answer to that. Who is it? Urban Meyer. Yeah. yeah. Urban. See, look, we know This dude I was, had. I was eight, so nervous. We usually come in with three or four pages of notes. This dude had 18 pages of notes, <laughs> an elaborate page intro that he was going to read. And you probably, I don't know if you can tell when you listen or not, but it actually went really well. But you were like, you came in like. Like a high school my, kid about my to voice play his was first cracking first. at the beginning. I was like, "Dude, I am. I've been wanting to talk to this cat forever." And then after we met and we started growing a relationship, I was just like, "Okay, this is." Now it's crazy to think about. I just saw, you know, his release was a little over a year ago, and uh, obviously seeing all the stuff, all the content we had created. Now I was just thinking that he's in the Jaguars and just announced, you know, a starter and all that stuff. It's crazy to think of how quickly this world moves on. Yeah, you know. How, who would you say you were least excited about? Oh, that's a good one. Um, like you said, that's it's so hard because we're so passionate. Like I said, I thought the one that ended up being really good was early on, a couple of those episodes. But listening back, you're just like, oh. Like I said, guys, when you listen to us, we feel like every episode is the worst. Yeah. Um, a lot of times there's some good contents where you're just like, just like I'm sure they're listening to me now. Just shut up and ask the question. <laughs> That's what we tell each other. That's the hardest thing to just, do. Yeah, the hardest thing to do, guys, in a podcast, especially if you're one, just shut up and ask the question. You hear it from us, especially me. I won't tell him, but yeah. In, in the different words we say, like absolutely or and and and, and, um, and um, you know, it's hard. It is. 
I, you, a lot of credit goes out to people who do this professionally and they don't miss they don't miss a beat because mm -hmm. it, it, it's definitely an art form i was pretty nervous with jay billis i would say you know for that one um, he because he when he came on we tried to give a couple jokes yep. and he, he didn't bat an eye yep it was almost like who are you to my publisher or whatever <laughs> signed me up for this but then we cracked I, I made the joke about his tweets yeah that broke the ice so it's yeah i forgot about jay billis that was yeah, definitely just because when these guys come on you just don't know the day they're having a lot of times they have you know um sports information directors assistants director of ops setting them up and they come in and go and they've um, done a million interviews so who are who are us two you know, jag bags that are on the, on the, I always want to use that word. Um, <laughs> what was, what was the most emotional or touching story that you felt like one of our guests left with you or audience? Um, LSU, um, soccer player. Yep. Um, can't draw blanks all day today, but her story just, you know, she was a referral from an author, um, from a publisher actually. From another guest that we had she just after we interviewed the original guests thanked her and she said i have someone else who you may want to inter introduce or in an interview um and it was mo and i was like sure and and i started reading her story and i think i like kind of teared up slightly just in the initial reading of her story and her story just kept going and snowballing and snowballing and i was like 1000% want to have her as a guest and just share and she's doing great things now on with her ministry and on, on Insta on Instagram Mo Aiken well um, yeah so um, but she was solid former U former um, LSU goalkeeper um, but yeah she was that was probably one for me who how about you you know I a lot of ours were it's tough right like you said Austin Hatch you know two yeah. two-time playing survivor uh, we had multiple um, plane survivors, car crashes, like Dylan McCullough, who never knew his father and that story alone. And then, you know, meeting Sherman Smith. I mean, that just still to me just boggles my mind. His movie's coming out to, you know, just the, the, the list goes on. Um, you know, I really was impacted by uh, Chris. Oh, Fresno State, help me out here. You help me out now. Now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, um. Uh, Chris Heron. Chris Heron. Chris Heron. I read his book. Anyone that wants to read a book, like you said, I never thought Rock Bottom could get so low. Yeah. And Chris Heron's story, um, and then his East E60 story, and I think it's Unbreakable, um, is just crazy to overcome the odds he did and then all the good things he's doing now. I mean, just so many great stories. And even the coaches that started from nothing, you know, all of the coaches, you know, worked for – next to nothing dollars right i mean anyone that we just talked to next week will release matt painter um a little spoiler alert there and he's the same way right and uh, a lot of these guys tom allen high school coach forever and leverage himself and um just very motivational you know very inspirational to see either people overcoming adversity or really just trying to overcome you know those breaking points in their careers where they do take that step yeah what is um <clears throat> What is one memorable, what's the one memorable, maybe one-liner or phrase um, that you're going to take away 
from these first hundred episodes, like whether it's E plus R equals O, or what's what's that one phrase that comes to mind when you constantly talk to someone? Yeah, I mean the the event plus response equals outcome. The ERO with with Urban and and Tim Kite, two guests here, obviously has made an impact on my life. Um, you know, I think in a lot of the research, you know, never arrived, you're always becoming. That lot stems from Ryan Hawk, right? We, we stole that one. We stole that one. <laughs> We'd love to have JJ Reddick on here. Um, Jim Tressel, you know, gratitude, selflessness, high expectations. That's something that we've really incorporated. Core, core values. Core values into our organization. And that's what people don't realize. We, we've we really learned ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, I think we get a lot of feedback from our UDP community, but you know, we've learned a ton, at least I have myself with those. What about you? What's the one, obviously all of those, cause we, we, do, we use those all the time, but the one that I use a ton with recruiting is from Tamika Williams. When she said hire personality and teach skill. Yep. And it's, it just, it sounds so simple and it, and it, and it is, you know, you find people who have the personality traits that you want. And then if they're coachable, you can teach them what you want to teach them. And so, and I, I think that'll just, that'll resonate with me forever because it's, you can take that again, she's a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. So that can go with me for sure. You know, you find the kids with the right personality, we'll teach you what you need to know, you know, and then hopefully from there. I mean, grow. you think of LEO, love each other from Tom Allen mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, coach uh, up in Eastern Michigan, uh, coach Creighton, um, you know, the, the toughness, right. That they, they really talk about, um, you know, all across the board. I mean, there's just so many things we've learned that have helped these folks and hopefully our audience, you know, learn some, you know, mechanisms or belief systems to help get them over some adversity. Yeah. <clears throat> what else you got for me? A couple questions for you. Um, what was it? Mo- <laughs> this is kind of funny. What is your favorite and most frustrating part of having me as a co-host? Whew, that's, a, that's a hot one. Man, you didn't even ask these hot questions to any of our guests. Um, my, my favorite part, honestly, is just, you know, putting on the headset. That's, that's what I'll miss, right? You know, just strapping it on and, and uh, just you know, enjoying the journey, you know, honestly, that's a broad, uh, answer, but the truth is just, you know, these are moments that, you know, you just not going to get back. So I think that's probably a sentimental piece for me. Trying to make Um, us cry. (laughs) It's just, you know, it's special. You know, I think we all miss putting a helmet on. Right. And maybe this is the closest thing I've had to, to that for me, um, since the ball went flat for me. Right. So, that's the one thing I'll really, really miss. The the one thing I won't miss. Um, man, that's a good one. Um, God, you know, I guess there's nothing but love here. I'm trying to think. Um, nah, man, I, I I don't know. You know, I always want things done ASAP. So maybe I think, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm working night and day and, and I'm saying, hey, send this invite out. Let's make sure to get this on the books or let's do this. Let's do that. If it didn't get uploaded into iTunes on time or something like that, I'm a perfectionist, but I'm not the one doing it. Like you said, you were doing it all. So I would say that would be the only thing, which isn't really a, a thing. But, uh, you know, miss. I guess I'll miss uh, making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is uh, that's one thing I just love to do. Getting making fun of you in Michigan, but we never did get Harbaugh, so or Howard. So if if I do if we do get Harbaugh or Howard, I'm gonna have to bring you back for those ones. You won't have to bring me back. I'll, I'll whoever's <laughs> supposed to be there'll be a third mic here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. What what uh what about you? What's let's let's flip the switch. What's what's your your favorite thing and the thing uh, not so good? Um, I probably should have thought about this before I even wrote it down because I was like, he's probably gonna ask me back. Um, favorite, I would say probably very similar. Um, I think honestly, I think my favorite was you never we never knew like we had our outline. But we never kind of knew where the episode was going to go. So, like, a lot of times we get off script and it's like, I have no clue what this dude is about to say. <laughs> you know, and you you have a really good recall. So, like, a lot of times you may recall something, but then it's, you may take a shot at me from an episode 16 episodes ago. And I'm like, like all right, I, <laughs> this is where we're going. So, it was always kind of just that unknown of, like, what joke what joke were you going to try to slide in today and knowing that i'm gonna be prepared for whatever it is and i'm, I'm gonna probably fire back at something but usually i just fired at your weight <laughs> right because it was just everybody like, knows that <laughs> it was just an easy one quite frankly I, I got a text today from erica lugo another guest asking um you know how much weight have you lost have you started my program and that's uh haven't started yet so there's an update there so oh <laughs> she was not God. happy so i got guests talking in oh i got you God. on me like, you know you know what the one thing i won't it drove me nuts which we never said on here maybe we did it was early on was when you didn't tie your shoes like i always oh you said reason, that on here that drives me crazy <laughs> calvin wouldn't tie his shoes or he wears brown with black and i'm like come on man what are you doing here hey. He's always trying to be on my fashion. I'm always on his fashion. But I'm like Russell Westbrook. Like, I got, hey, my style is my style. So <laughs> That's for sure. He's, he's sleeping on that. That's that right, is though. for sure. Or he's, he'd wear a client, a prospect we'd always want to, to land. He knew the meeting didn't go well. He'd wear it to the gym just to piss me off. I know that. We got one time. here. Here's a good one. Do you want to know behind the scenes where we were, uh, yeah, we, he walked out of uh, Plant Fitness one day. We were working out together for quite a while. And, uh, yeah, we just got into it over the email, some email strategy, of course, like 6 in the morning. And he was pissed. And he just, <laughs> we're in the middle of whatever. Our headsets are kind of on or off to the side. And I'm like, well, what are you, why are you doing that? Da, da, da. And then it was just like, boom. It was, uh, he was out. He was not happy with me there. So, But I will say, just like a team, we were right back in the saddle the next Tuesday. You guys didn't know it. We didn't miss a beat. Yep. And it was a it was a bump. It even, was a even and I'll say this too. I think it was really hard when you know all this went down, and this was you know been a while, right? In the last I guess month or so, and and uh, you know what? We strapped it on. I think the next day. Yeah. You know, it's just like hey, you know, like we both talked about. It's it's. Um, I think I saw a, a tweet last night. Uh, DJ E Train, who's always worked for the Bengals, oh, you know, yeah, he's stepping that. down. I mean, it's never good. Just like I'm sure my journey here with the UDP at some point will come to an end. But um, you know, everything's inevitable. Change is inevitable. Um, you just try to enjoy the moment, and I think that's what we always try to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> um, you want more questions? Yeah, yeah. We mean to keep going with this. All right, we got tw we're at 27 minutes, which supposed to keep it timeless but 
You already answered that one. No, you haven't. All I said at the end. Um, who are three guests you'd like to have dinner with? That we, three of our previous guests. Man, I've learned from our guests. Sometimes you just got to press pause here. Buy <laughs> yourself some time. <laughs> That is good, man. That is good. I, you know, I would say three of the guys all together that I probably had enjoyed and had the most respect follow their body of work that I've been around to a certain degree. Harbaugh, Trestle, and, and Meyer. You know, those are three guys that just, to me, sustaining excellence um, from, a, from a coaching perspective. I mean, obviously, the adversity standpoint – I would love to sit down with D-Lynn and Sherman and just talk to them personally about that story. I mean, obviously there's stuff that's documented, but having dinner with them would be incredible. Um, Mo, you know, I would love to have almost like pockets of adversity dinners, you know, the fatherhood dinner, you know, the coaching dinner in a perfect world. But I would say off the rip, I just think it'd be really u- unique to put Urban, John, and Tress kind of all in one room because they kind of have unique yeah you know out you know obviously urban with jim john's brother but then you got you know urban and trestle right because urban won a championship with trestle i just think that would be very unique to have them all at the the same same table just three guests that come to mind but um yeah what about you so while you were talking i was listening but i was thinking too i've learned to do that while you Going to host a podcast. You can think, think a little bit, <laughs> thinking right. Um, I would say Judge Mathis. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, got to give. I didn't give Judge the credit. Yeah, I would say Judge Mathis. I would say Chris Heron. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say Gary Owen. That's a hell of a lineup. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, obviously, being a longtime fan of of Gary Owen. Um, Knowing Judge Mathis's story and just where he is today, and then how the hell Chris Heron is doing what he's doing today after the roller coaster ride that he had as a professional high as a college high school college and professional basketball mm-hmm. player. So, I would say those would be the three um, that that come to mind. So, yeah, yeah, I'll never, you know, a backstory that sticks out to me i'll never forget when i was doing broadcasting last year one of our guests who ended up being the ero tim kite uh called me and at that point in time i was sitting in the parking lot ready to go into the stadium there at firebird stadium and he told me he had cancer and might not have a long time to live and i was just like man i'm just meeting this guy for the first time i've always wanted to have him on the podcast and then he just found out he had cancer but his positive outlook and anyone that's listened to tim's he is as advertised on a phone call i mean he he is legit just a very optimistic mentally strong one of the most mentally strong people i think if you if you really follow him that's out there and it's genuine and that to me stuck out of a unique moment that you have mm-hmm. with these people that you just meet when you're trying to organize you just don't know and they're all people yeah at the end of the day but so gracious with the time a lot of people always ask me that i think you know that they're you know of the hundred guests we've only had one person that we didn't record with ask for money right that's often a question i want to say his name so bad let's just throw it out there iron mike tyson 
should have whooped your ass. <laughs> yeah, Buster Douglas. <laughs> old Buster, I'll say it. There it is. Yeah, old Buster Douglas. The 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 war. When you Google greatest underdog in history, maybe sports history, he pops up mm-hmm. number one. Yep. And but hey. To each his own, and I have much respect still for Buster. Everyone has their reasons for why they don't want to do it. So much respect. Um, just wanted to have a little fun there, but yeah, definitely wish we could have had him. Um, you know, maybe maybe he'll turn around. Yeah, maybe, turn maybe around. it was because of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Buster, um, I know you were really upset. Don't know why about Calvin Blackman. He's gone. So let's come on the podcast. If you, so. I'll come back, Buster. But we'll, we'll give some, you know, I think one, one guest, a little recruit, you know, what, you know, I know uh, Tony is going to try to, Tony Pike um, is a guest of ours. I think he might come on and co-host on a few special opportunities. We're trying to track down Travis Kelsey, which I think would be cool. Uh, Todd Frazier, the Todd father. We have one out there for Jay Bruce. So we got some, some ones out there that we have some invites that they've verbalized, right? We call them the verbal commits, as you can tell when I tweet out, but um, you know that always doesn't surmount to as we know uh, to to recording. So you know what I used to hate about what you used to do, man. Let me just jump in real quick. And you stopped it. We used to record and be like, "All right, this is a big one. We're gonna wait till we release it." I get home that night, open up my social media, and this dude has plastered it all over social media. Coming up next week, coming up in two weeks. I'm like, so much for wrapping that gift in the box. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm unorthodox. Thank you. I'm like, we which just had this conversation. I know, which I know drives you crazy. That is for sure. But, no, I think, I think the, you know, looking back, I think, you know, our journey together, and, and I think it's, had its ups and downs and obviously this is a challenging time in our relationship but i hope you know i hope that you know this experience together which i know i'll cherish you know the first two seasons and once again the future you know it's going to be much different it's going to take a while it's going to be not the same i think you know most of the people are probably listening honestly because of you not because of my tangents so i think that's you know hopefully everyone gives gives it time just to see hopefully they're still you know, valuable content and good engagement. But the, uh, you know, I hope that you, you feel that the two seasons and the love from the community, uh, you, you know, that your uh, people love you out there. Oh, uh, yeah. I, they didn't listen because of me, but, um, you know, we, we again, I, we appreciate everyone for, for again, for, for following for however long you did. If you've been with us since, episode one and you dropped off and came back or if you just started listening last week um you know all we ever wanted to do was give you guys some good content and hopefully you were able to learn or teach your 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 kids or you know grow personally and professionally um from from one knowledge nugget an episode is all we ever wanted to give you guys you know and as kyle said you know this is not easy um to to be Change is hard, no matter what, um, and I'm going into an unknown essentially. But um, you know, that's I battled that decision for so, ten so, years. So here's a question: You ever gonna launch your podcast, The Coach's Journey, that you've always wanted to do? What do you? So what? let's end on this. What do you so got? 
our original goal was not to be interviewing coaches. Mm-hmm. And then we transitioned to mostly coaches because, again, he saw the light and enjoyed the conversations that we were having with these guys. So to answer your question, I don't know if that would be the angle that I would go if I were to launch, to launch a podcast because I feel like gotten a lot of value from this and we have some great relationships. Um, you know, I may I may have a little something up the sleeve, but that would be down the road. But I, I mean, again, right now I need to get I need to do this whole this whole transition into the education. Yeah. Transition, so. so if I send uh, my kids to school district you're in are you uh what what's what's coach blackman or you know whatever role i know i won't say too much but what it what is uh you know in school out of school how are you going to coach my kids bring me their personality i'll teach them skill there we go (laughs) i love it i love it uh any other um i could talk forever man i i once again i you know it's nothing but love appreciation it's i'm thankful once again that you brought something that i never had heard about it's crazy that we're sitting here a hundred episodes in um and i look forward to them listening to our last episode together with uh coach matt painter also you're going to help us with a guest who scheduled chris singleton i think tony's going to join with that so he's or calvin will be behind the scenes helping us transition as you know uh he wants us to continue to prosper or continue to uh impact the world and that's 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 our goal you know it's true it's genuine and it's been fun keep it going yeah yeah i I will probably be making fun of you just so you know that's fine that's all right that's all right are you are you still gonna ever listen yeah absolutely and i'll tweet out to you guys too and let you know that i'm listening and i will have critique after critique after critique so you'll see on like watching film so this is the funny part you're gonna see a five star on uh <laughs> apple itunes go to four go to three it's gonna be you having all these fake names going in there one star one star one star one star yep you know it'll be right oh my gosh who is that per- oh i bet you that's calvin he's making up names out there tito justin john <laughs> Chris, Paul, probably Josh Betts. Josh You'll probably be like Betts. Todd Londa, all of our former teammates on the sea on there with bad. Re- that's that's Calvin Blackman. No, but um, you know, on behalf of the Underdog Podcast, we'll flip it over here. Um, in, in in true terms, before I uh, ask you this question, you need to agree to uh, help us out. I got you. Who is one guest we should have under the on the underdog podcast? <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. All right. I'm gonna hold you to it. You're gonna have to help make that happen. I will make that happen. Hopefully your school has some five star recruits. <laughs> <laughs> then you can you can convince them to So no, I would love uh as much crap as I give Michigan. You know what? I think it would be a great conversation. Of course. Be interesting. Very, Very interesting. interesting. <laughs> that is for sure. Very. He almost killed his brother. He probably might kill me. So it's okay. Let's just leave it at that. All right, man. Any other parting words? Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you to the Underdog Podcast, Underdog Nation, everyone behind the scenes from Tiff to Patrick to Keegan to Zach. Zach to... I mean, everyone. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's been th- special thanks to you, man, for for uh, 
you know, holding it down, doing what you do and, you know, giving me a hard time. Last question and we're done. I promise. How much do you weigh? I I decide not to weigh in the next two weeks. I know I'm down. I was 262. That's the truth. Underdog podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's the heaviest he's ever been. We're out. (laughs) Love you.